Here's to you, dear listeners, and welcome to Metal Gear Mondays, the most thorough Metal Gear podcast on the internet. I am Sam Wright, and I'm joined by Alessio Summerfield. I am Alessio Audio Podcast. Okay. Uh, I am Die Hardman. Um, and yeah, so we are going to be talking about the Death Stranding trailer that uh, came out a couple days ago. As you're hearing this, it came out, I think, this past, like, uh, Wednesday. So it came out, like, three days ago. And, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about our impressions. Yeah, and this will more than likely come out, like, later tonight of recording. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Sam, what do you think of it? Uh, it's interesting. Um, I don't know. It's It just seems very weird. I don't know, like... I still have no idea, like, even though they've talked about, like, story stuff, I still have no idea what the fuck's going on, first of all. Well, so, okay, let's unpack that a little bit then. What, other than them explicitly just kind of going down the plot line, I mean, what what, what do you, what do you have questions about? Because I feel like this kind of, like, over-explained a bunch of stuff. I don't know, it just feels like, I don't know, I just don't understand what any of the shit means. Which I guess is the point, but, I don't know. Yeah, so for anybody who hasn't seen it for whatever reason, just to kind of quickly summarize, um, based on what we can tell, the American, the, the president of the United States of America is dying of some sort of illness. Um, the country is shot to shit. This is like a post-apocalypse. Um, apparently, in order to kind of bring unity and peace back to the United States, they have to do away with these things called the beached things, I think is what they're called, um, which are the BTs. Um our protagonist says that there's no way in hell they're ever going to get rid of them, uh, but the president asks him to persevere nonetheless. And apparently um, reconnecting America is key to... Yeah, so building links between some of these cities, uh, kind of, is what the uh, press release stated. And I guess people are using babies to see these spiritual creatures that are destroying humanity. Um, and we don't really know how right they are. Yeah, so babies are powering some sort of machine that allow you to see these beached things that I guess are things kind of unstuck in time that are kind of... Yeah. And where they show up, apparently it, it rains and the rain accelerates time on anything that it touches. Um, and yeah, I guess there's some organization called Bridges that is, I would say, it seems as if was instated by the president. Um, and this organization is trying to reconnect everything after the cataclysm that happened. And I, we do see little glimpses of the cataclysm. Like I think yeah. when uh, Heartman is getting dragged backwards, um, that kind of looks like some sort of pre-cataclysmic event. Mm-hmm. Um, so we don't know what triggered the cataclysm. I'm assuming some sort of science fuckery, uh, people dabbling in things they shouldn't. Um, yeah, I don't know. I... Well, it feels like so so based on everything in the trailer, it feels like there's a lot of subjects that are that not a lot of people talk about that could be touched upon in this trailer or in this game. Um now I guess the question is whether or not it'll be done effectively because we know that we know that um Kojima's had problems with that in the past, but I guess we also 
have don't have to like we have to also keep in mind that he's had Konami kind of holding him back quote for the last however long and Sony is just letting him do whatever the fuck he wants yeah I'll be curious to see because I uh, given the current political climate around children and babies mm-hmm. and uh, unborn babies in particular um, I would say this is a really touchy subject for U.S. Mm-hmm. players um, so I'm gonna be curious to see how they handle that as a gameplay mechanic. Um, I always felt like Bioshock was a little bit of a cop-out whenever it gives you the choice to save or harvest the girls, because really the difference is hardly noticeable, and most people aren't going to kill small children. Um, I would love it if there was some sort of gameplay gimmick here that kind of forces you to make a fucked-up decision for a utility. Um, but I don't know how excitable the media in the United States would be about that. Right. Uh, but I do like this idea of like, hey, will you sacrifice your morality in order to get yeah. some sort of a utility gain? Yeah. Um, um, and so they, they went over um, a little bit of gameplay in the trailer too. Um, so it looks like a lot of traversal over a lot of different kinds of like places. There was like a big, uh, like a, like a, snowy mountain and then they're uh, primarily in these like grassy fields and um you can utilize these tools that sam has um on his person um it's like he has a extendo ladder he can use to climb up onto the top of a cliff he has go go gadget ladder go go gadget ladder and he has like these this like a pike he can stab into the ground to rappel down the side of a cliff um um they showed him hiding from this like convoy of uh people this mysterious organization we don't know what what it's about yet and then he for some reason runs while he's still hiding and um kind of like has to avoid them and they're chasing him with these like these like electrical shock sticks um and you can fight he rabbit punches a guy hits another guy with a briefcase that was pretty cool um yeah isaac immediately texted me and was like i like that all the uh combat is going to be with a briefcase and i was yeah. like isaac there there, there are guns yeah <laughs> he was like i saw them i just think it's cool that you have a briefcase as a weapon. <laughs> that's our isaac i isaac wonder if uh, plane, i wonder so. if there's going to be a trophy for only using the briefcase for combat oh i have no idea i completely forgot that there might be trophies or there will be trophies mm-hmm. in this game this feels like such a cinematic game that i feel like trophies are kind of silly but yeah we shall see i hope they do it like what i will say is that i hope they do do it like um heavy rain where they don't show you the trophies until a specific point. Mm. <clears throat> so like if you're in a hub world or something like that. I was surprised by how much stealth is in this game. Yeah. Uh it definitely feels very uh of a of a of a kinship with Metal Gear. Yeah, the the gameplay f- feels a lot like Metal Gear 2. Just the way that he moves around the map too, it very much feels like Venom snake running around. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you see any DNA between this and, like, MGS5? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it makes me wish that there would have been motorcycles in Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But Do we want to talk about that? Because I don't think we've talked about that as far as tools go, the motorcycle. Yeah, so there's a well, there's a motorcycle. So it shows you at the beginning um, in, a, like, a cutscene-style thing, him, Sam, rocking up to the edge of a cliff on a motorcycle while he's talking to the president in a different scene. And... Um, while he's fighting the the guys in the yellow suits he like steals a motorcycle and like rolls away 
which is pretty cool. So there's going to be a couple different traversal options, it seems like. Yeah, we see like a little, uh, while he's rip-roaring on the motorcycle, uh, He right before he has this encounter with these bandits, which I thought was pretty neat given the uh, way that the HUD shows you where they're at. There's just kind of these like red light leaks that kind of spill yeah. through the screen on the edges. But when he hits like a sick turn with his motorcycle and you see for a split second like a little established Like a base. Like, town. Yeah, like some type of like base or yeah. like a place. Um, right after you see that though, like the guys in the yellow get, they stop and they run away. Um, and then when it starts, then it starts raining and they run away. And I guess when it rains, the BTs come out to play. Um, yeah. And also the rain makes everything age that it touches or whatever. So like you see those, uh, birds start to fall out of the sky. That's when he uses the, the baby. And so it's very weird. Like based on the other trailers, um, that we've seen, like, you kind of have to remain still, otherwise they'll get you. And so, of course, in the trailer, it shows you what happens when you aren't very still and you're not moving carefully and you get sucked into this, like, oil... They drag you down to this, like, oil, like, pool and drag you around. Um, We don't really know what happens after that, but we can infer. Uh <laughs> yeah, and death... It, so... Um, and I'm, I'm looking at the press release that Kojima sent out where it talks about the death stranding, um, things impacted by the death stranding. Does that mean that that is sort of the name of the cataclysm that occurred? Like the catastrophic event is called death stranding. Is that where the name of the game comes from? Maybe that sounds like the death stranding or maybe they were like, that's what the BTs are. Like, a bunch of people, they, they were stranded in death because they, because all the, because all the little captions say those who cannot break the connection, and then it shows uh, Cliff, Mad, Mad, Mads Mikkelsen's character, like coming out of the oil with his like skeleton buddies. Um, but yeah, there's a really weird scene. So like you're you're like after all this stuff happens, you're like wandering through this like World World War One style battlefield, and like stuff is stuff is like like flitting in and out of existence, and you're shooting guys. It's very strange. Yeah, I, I wonder, do you think that the amount of gear that you carry isn't going to matter as far as weight? Or do you think there's going to be like a Dark Souls-esque, oh, if you're carrying too God. much shit, you um, roll slower kind of a deal? I think you. There, I think there's probably going to be like an encumbered state for sure, if I had if I had to place my money on it. Gotcha. Do you think that you... Do you I wonder if like you get to pick what you're going to be delivering between missions so like i wonder if there's like uh it's almost like a difficulty selector or something where it's like the heavier oh. shit that you take maybe there's a higher reward yeah but there's like a high risk because i wonder like where i like i wonder like what the deliveries have to do with anything what are you taking versus what is, is they obviously we've seen that you, you carry bodies um and some other yeah how is this connecting america is what i want exactly so so that's another mystery um so what else is going on? You see some like weird, uh, weird like, like what is it, like a like a clip of him like of Sam floating around in the air with like debris floating all around him, um, and they kind of like flash through a bunch of different scenes. One that interested me in the trailer, um, so we're talking about like transporting those bodies, is like it goes to a clip of one of the bodies in this like container, and it's being either I think it's being burned. Or something's happening to it, so I'm very curious what that's about. Um, Almost like uh, sterilized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm wondering what that's about. 
Um, yeah. Also, who's paying money for these deliveries to happen? I have if no we're idea. like in a post-apocalypse, like what's the point? Yeah. Um, when clearly he's got something important because these bandits are trying to get the gear off your back as well. Exactly. So, which is which I which I thought was interesting when they were chasing you around, like when they zap you, like a piece falls off your bag. And I don't know that I saw him collect it again, but it, I mean, I imagine you could. I think he does. I think he picks it back up and he sticks it in his little. Oh, like satchel. he like does like that weird like juke move. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about the echoes that kind of appear during that bandit scene as well? As far as like game. Yeah. Playing? So is, that's like, that's like a call to like the multiplayer as he's walking, as he's sneaking up before the bandits show up um, like this, this like orange, like circle, like pings around him. And it leaves like an imprint of his backpack where he was standing. Um, and you think that's like multiplayer stuff or, or do they say that's what it was? Well, so based on some of the press release stuff and, um, some of the discussion that's happened around everything, it seems like, um, it's almost going to be very dark souls esque where you can like mm. leave messages or leave, uh, like ghost trails for other players to see. Oh. Um, but one of the, I think it was in the press release that stated that, um, <laughs> can you do a, can you do a thrust butthole? Oh no. <laughs> um, one of the things that, um, they mentioned in the press release is safe safe houses. Yeah. So I guess you'll be sharing safe houses. So like my thought um, is like maybe as you and I don't know how interconnected this shit's gonna be, because if it's too connected, I feel like it might be a hindrance. Yeah. But it seems like if you clear a space and create a safe haven, maybe it will populate in other games as that safe haven. Um but if that's the case, then like mm-hmm. is the map just constantly changing? Maybe that's what that settlement was. Yeah. My only concern with that is like the whole like always online crowd. Like that group of people is going to be pissed that they're going to be like, oh, this yeah. is a single player game, but you have to always be online. Like this is dumb. Um, I, th- I mean, I think that's the natural progression of games, unfortunately, is everything's going to always be online uh, because they want to create these dynamic kind of multiplayer situations. So I'll be curious, especially given um, I'm going to be honest with you guys, unless there's more to this. um. I'm not super impressed with the multiplayer being this like groundbreaking thing that they were saying it was. Um, so I kind of feel like if it is some sort of revolutionary multiplayer thing, like it surely will have to require a persistent internet connection. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I just, I just don't know, man. I, uh, I don't know. I think it probably could have done like, I, I like the idea that there is a multiplayer element to it, but I don't like it being like a mandatory thing. I don't think multiplayer should ever be mandatory. I also don't think always online should be a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of disagree because I feel like in this particular instance, if it's part of the experience, like that's just part of the game. You know what I mean? Like, I guess, but I just like how, like, I don't know. I think, I guess if it's it's part of the game, but like, I, why would you make that a part of the game and force people to do this ex- multiplayer thing? You know what I mean? Right. Because not everybody likes that. Not everybody can do it, you know? Right. Well, and then... Because we are still living with people in like the middle of nowhere who don't have great internet connections because they can't get great internet connections who aren't able to play the game because it's always connected. Right. And I think in this instance, it's a little bit of like um, authorial intent versus uh, capability. So it's like given that, given that mm-hmm. Kojima is this kind of auteur figure who doesn't give a shit what anybody thinks, um, I could easily see him being mm-hmm. like, okay, like, so what? You just don't get to experience this. Yeah. And there are also ways to like implement things like that without forcing it to be multiplayer. So it's just like, right. You know, it's, I don't know. Yeah. If he's trying to be revolutionary though, I'm sure he's going to step on toes. Cause that un- unfortunately that's part of what comes with that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I will end to, and I will to, to like 
kind of, you know, maybe, and if we disagree, that's fine. But I think I've never seen a multiplayer where, um, I guess I felt like if it was like, if it completely, I guess the souls games are the only ones that like really have done it in a successful way where the multiplayer elements in with respect to the single player have worked. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, 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 especially with like five with like Metal Gear Solid five, like I found like the FOB and all this stuff. Like, oh, I found that yeah. like readily frustrating, especially since you had to do it to get like the insane amounts of money that you needed to like develop certain things. Like it just felt ham fisted and I'm worried that that's what this is going to be. Right. Yeah. I thought, so just to make it clear, like I'm not a, agreeing or disagreeing with whatever the multiplayer ends up being for this mm-hmm. game. Um, I'm just stating that like, if it is this grand vision, insane over the top then revolutionary, it, it we've never matter, seen it before. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so like, which like it's cause it's not going to affect me in any way, but I agree. That, right. Like it's like one of those things where Hideo Kojima is just like, well, should, it should be better. Like, <laughs> Right. Well, and so like here's the thing too. Based on what they've shown us so far, I don't see anything new yeah. here. It just it feels like stuff we've seen in other games before. It's like Dark Souls, yeah. Right. So if it if it does ship the way that it is currently, based on my perception of what exists, um, I could easily see there being an offline mode because that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Like Dark yeah. Souls has an offline mode. Like I could see there being like almost uh, like a developer generated version of that kind of stuff. Um, but my biggest fear is like, I think player deaths are going to attribute to the BTs. Oh no. Because in the press release, it straight up says death is hardly ever the actual solution and that you should be careful what kind of, uh, things you do to your enemies because killing enemies is going to have repercussions. Oh, um, and so I don't know if it's just the player, uh, the non-player characters, or if that's also going to extend to player characters. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but if that's the case, like, surely they they've considered what might happen if somebody is playing offline, and maybe yeah. they kind of do like an artificial. Because even Dark Souls and Demon Souls will do that, where they almost have like a like developer generated invaders. Yeah. That they that they put in your game to simulate uh, the multiplayer aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's my hope is that they'll do something like that. But if they choose not to, that's going to be really shitty. Um, but that's gonna be their choice i guess yeah well it is what it is i also think that was like the big emphasis on like connect connect america and connect connect i just i feel like it's gonna have something something's gonna be it's gonna be required or super important to be connected like it's going to like you can maybe like you can experience it without being connected but like to get like it's not gonna be as effective without it you know what i mean technically the end like the true ending to near automata you have to have an internet connection um because it doesn't work if you don't um and it was like one of the most like beautiful things i've ever experienced in a video Mm. game so um yeah so i do wonder if it's going to be something similar to that where because i know there's a whole meta thing going on here where like even some of the lines of dialogue that the characters are using with each other feel very like kojima talking to the player yeah um, so I'm sure a lot of this stuff, like connecting America and, and making connections, I mean, it all sounds like it's stuff that we, the player are also going to be doing mm-hmm. without thinking about it. So you want to run through the, uh, the main players? Yeah. So who's our, who's our cast? So they run through, um, after all this stuff is happening, they run through, um, 
they run through the main cast. So you have Sam, who may or may not be named Sam Porter Bridges, um, <laughs> um, played by Norman Reedus. Uh, we've got Cliff, who is this uh, weird oil soldier, played by Mads Mikkelsen. Uh, we've got Fragile, played by Leia Sado, um, who is that little that like witchy character that calls him Sam Porter Bridges that caused the <laughs> debate in the first place. Um, we've got Mama, played by Margaret Qualley or Qualley, I'm not sure. Um, we've got Dead Man, a special appearance by Guillermo del Toro. Um, we've got Heart Man, a special appearance by Nicholas Vindingwreffen. Um, we've got, <laughs> this is my favorite, Die Hard Man, sequel to Hot Coldman. I call him Hot Cold Man 2, Electric Boogaloo, Die Hard Man, played by Tommy Earl Jenkins. And he's a weird guy. He's got like a weird mask that moves when he moves his actual mouth. Um, it kind of looks like a skull. Um, we've got Troy Baker's weird demon, uh, homo, quote, homo demon character, um, played by, uh, Troy Baker by the name of Higgs. Um, and then we've got Lindsay Wagner, um, playing Amelie. Is it short for Higginbottom? I wonder. <laughs> Higgs and Bottoms. Some of these names are very interesting, and yeah. some of them are interesting. Some of them are air quote interesting. Yeah. It's like dead man, die hard man, heart man. Yeah, all, <laughs> all, the, all, all the man character names are real dumb. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, but. Um, I like your theory about how, like, the most of the characters are named, like, characters are named after, like, what they had on them. So Fragile's named after, like, a Fragile sticker that she had on her or something like that. But, like. Yeah, I mean, so if it's if if it's the post apocalypse, like surnames don't fucking matter anymore. So it's like, yeah, it's just like I don't know if you've ever read like Margaret Atwood's Orcs and Crake or something, but it's like after the world is over, these guys called the main character Snowman because he's so fucking pale that he looks like yeah. a snowman. So it's like I feel yeah. like the whole cast that we're dealing with here is probably just diegetically named based on nicknames that the characters are giving them. And the whole thing of it too is that we like because we talked about this, you talked about this way back, like when the first trailer of. Um, fragile calling him Sam Porter Bridges was um, if we think about it like that, the company that he's like works for is called Bridges. So like imagine he, and he's a, he's a porter. He's a delivery guy. He delivers things, packages. So it stands to reason that his name is Sam. And then his title Porter is on a badge that has Bridges logo on it. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that like, sure, maybe Sam Porter Bridges is his name, but it's not really his name. Right. It's just like a name that somebody's calling him. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, and maybe it's the only name that we're ever given as the player. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Not, definitely not trying to be pedantic here, but like I'm just saying that doesn't sound like a human name. Yeah. I think that I think that like Sam Bridges. I don't think that's necessarily like not a human name, but I also don't necessarily right, right. feel like it's his actual name, especially when yeah. they reveal this whole big company is called Bridges. Like it feels. Like, and I feel like the company is like, it's, it's, they're building bridges. They're making those connections. I think that's where that comes from. Mm -hmm. So what about Die Hard Man? You think he just really likes Bruce Willis movies? Maybe. That's the fellow that looks like Gus Fring with the mask on, right? <laughs> yeah. It's very weird. Like he's, it's like, it's like, a, it looks like a skeleton and the, ma the mouth of the mask moves when he talks. So it's very strange. There's also like some weird port portions of this trailer where like you see Norman Reedus and he is his skin and his clothes and everything is just gray except for like some red stripes on his body. I was going to ask you, did you notice the sequence with the uh, uh, puppet baby that was yeah, inside of like somebody's like a 
at the beginning, and this is like the thing that everybody's seen a couple times in a couple different trailers, but the baby like sucking his thumb and like popping it out of his mouth. They do it again, like yeah. about maybe like two thirds way through the trailer, except it's like the doll baby that you see earlier in the trailer is very creepy. And I'm wondering if maybe that's the baby that like Mads is talking to. Uh, the one that's inside the throat, the esophag- esophageal child, esophagus baby. Yeah, and I'm curious as to whether or not the uh, puppet baby inside of the throat is just sort of like an homage, kind of like a, hey, we're perverting this image that you've seen before, yeah. or if it's like an actual, like if it means something different. Yeah. Um, or if it's like a different character or something. But I would say, I think Mads Mikkelsen's entire role in this whole situation is the most uh, curiosity-inducing thing. Yeah, because like, I don't think, like, I've... And I think a lot of people have come to this conclusion. He's not, he's not a villain. Um, or at least not a, like a straight up, like black and white, you're the bad guy. Um, something's up with him. And there's that really cool scene um, towards the end of the trailer where um, he like rises out of the oil in his like army uniform. And he like lights a cigarette out of nowhere and then the skull boys rise up around him and he like he like lights the lake around them on fire and then they just kind of walk. And that's really cool. Um Higgs, right before this happens, says that there's like a like a VO of him saying that he's come to understand the truth of the death stranding and that it's so hard to make connections when you can't shake hands. And I'm very curious as to what that means. Um because he does, he does that like weird thing like earlier in the trailer where he says, "Here's my mask. Now here's my other mask. Now I'm going to take off that mask and lick you." And I wonder if like that's him, kind of breaking through the Death Stranding or something like that. There's so many like different organizations and like people in this. Like you've got Sam and you've got Bridges, and they're all working together. And Dead Man and I'm I'm pretty sure Heartman and Die Hard Man work for Bridges. You've got the Homo Demons which uh, Higgs is, I guess, in charge of. Yeah, um, which is Latin for Mad Men. Mad Men I, yeah. I know that we included it in a in a side thing, yeah. but I just wanted to restate it for this. Yes. Um, uh, you've got whoever the fuck Fragile's with. I don't know if she's with Bridges or with something, somebody else. Um, you've got these weird well, you've got these weird guys in the yellow suits that are tra- tracking you. You've got Mads' people, whoever they are, and they seem to be either they don't i don't know if they're affiliated with higgs or not or what um they have they've both got like the oil on them but i don't know if they're together or what and then you've got um the bts and that's all other thing so there's so many different like puzzle pieces all over the place um and there's also like a weird thing in the japanese trailer um where they show you a little bit more of the encounter with the bts and there's like this weird tentacle hydra oil monster that you have to fight it's very like there's a lot of very weird stuff going on it looks very og near yeah i think yeah, yeah. like the the weird hand monster looks like one of the um gestalt creatures from yeah the original near which is kind of and then every time i expect the trailer to end something else happens so like when mads when hit when a uh, cliff throws the cigarette and lights the lake on fire it's like oh that's a pretty cool place to end and then they show the date and then um, Sam is talking about how covering the world in cable didn't bring an end to the suffering um, uh, and not to act surprised when it all comes apart when they do it again. Um, and then it shows him drowning in oil while Amelie walks away from him. Um, 
And then in the Japanese trailer, I think at the round the same time, because of the scenery is very similar. Um, it shows her wearing Higgs's mask and he like, and Higgs rolls up behind her and then it cuts to something else. So that's very strange. Um, and then it cuts to Cliff telling the ba- a baby um, that, uh, that, uh, what did he say? that he's going to show it all to him one day and like show him the real thing one day or something like that. So it's all very, there's a lot going on. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, I think it's aspects like what, what Higgs says about not being able to touch hands and what mad says about showing you everything and even making an allusion to the moon. That makes me wonder if it's all like, uh, a little bit more meta contextual where it's like about what we're doing. So it's like, he's discovered the truth about the death stranding and how it's a shame that we can't, shake hands but like that's us with other players that are playing this game as well Um, like like we're both experiencing the same thing but it's a shame that we can't shake hands you know what i mean yeah Um, which is yeah very very strange so i wonder if something like that's going to be tied directly into the plot um i think that would be kind of interesting obviously not like lol it's all just a video game but like in a in a more interesting way i think it could be cool and then i also think that we're also going to see like just based on what we've seen in the trailer that we're going to see like cliffs whatever descent because at the end of the trailer he just looks like he just looks like a guy and then at the beginning of the trailer you see him and he also still looks like a guy but he's covered in blood Mm -hmm. and he's singing to the baby and then the rest of the trailer he's this weird oil monster so but yeah it looks interesting we're obviously gonna get it play it for the show um yeah that's death stranding november 8th 2019 it's coming this year i'm very excited for it i think uh i will say i think this latest trailer actually made me less excited than previous trailers um because i think particularly with this project i would almost rather not know until it's out and i feel like being shown it's been so conceptual for so long that being shown the actual like soup to nuts uh of the gameplay has actually kind of killed the magic a little bit for me yeah it also and it kind of looks like and i hate to say it but it does the gameplay kind of looks like at points it could get when you you we mentioned this in the this other thing we did the patreon thing but um we mentioned that it could like it might get boring it looks like it could get boring right and it's one is the point i don't know yeah it's one thing to like build a mood and maybe it's going to be atmospheric and a lot of fun but like Mm. i I don't if 75 percent of the game is like trudging in solitude driving a motorcycle across the country that feels like it's gonna be pretty bland it's just like post-apocalyptic red dead yeah so we'll see i guess um like I said, I'm interested. I'm curious. We'll definitely play it for the show. Um, but I think for me, being able to see... I pre-ordered it already. I broke... Like, I, it's like I, I was just like, I have the money now. Let me just do it. Yeah. I think for me, being able to see the behind the scenes of how it's all going to actually work... Um, I don't know. I guess... Let me put it this way. I'm trying to think of the best way to formulate this into words. Seeing everything is really high concept and themed and almost feeling like mm-hmm. a movie and it being very like up to interpretation, very like artistic. Um, I love yeah. that stuff. Whenever it yeah. just became straight up a video game, I think I was less interested in it. Yeah. And I think that's, and I think that's, so I, I, one side of me wants to say, I think that might be the filmmaker in you, but the other side of me is just like, well, I kind of feel that way too. Right. So I don't know. Yeah. So I don't, I think it's just, again, it's just because it's been so weird for so long 
Yeah, because this thing, he's, we've been getting teasers for this. this. is like year three that we've been getting teasers for this game. And so to finally like see it as a physical manifestation of what it is, 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 is very strange. Also keep in mind, this is also the guy that, um, up until its release had us have no idea that Raiden was the main character of Metal Gear Solid 2. So we have no idea how, how big of a representation this is of anything. Right. Yeah. Again, it's like, I think when things were a little bit more evocative and secretive, um, it does hold this like infinite potential. And so I think there is a little bit of like sexiness to that. Um, like it can be anything that you want it to be because we have no idea what it is. Right. And my experience with Kojima is like the more he explains something, the more I don't like it. <laughs> so I, yeah, I think Kojima unfortunately has got a really bad habit of when he chooses to explain, he over explains when he chooses not to explain, he under explains. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I've yet to see him actually yeah. hit a really good spot. A sweet um, spot. So I think yeah. right now, in my opinion, I feel, I, I can understand why you would want to over-explain because the public is wanting to know what the fuck is going on in regards to what this is. Yeah. Um, but I think for my personal tastes, I feel like I've I've been shown too much. <laughs> Agreed. But yeah. Um, well, on that note, I um, hope you guys enjoyed Metal Gear Monday's Weekend Edition. Yeah. The one thing I wanted to make mention of too is if you are a patron, um, we're we're essentially we put together these like commentary tracks for the English yeah. and the Japanese trailer, um, and so those will be available on the Patreon uh, for anybody. I would say we're probably just going to do uh, two dollars up or something. Yeah, um, yeah, I think so. Just because it's a special occasion, so yeah. If you guys dig that, we might consider doing more sort of commentary video stuff. Um, but I think those would probably be relegated to the ten dollar plus crowd since that's typically mm-hmm. the the video crowd. So, yep, 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 yep. Um, but yeah. Uh, speaking of Patreon, you can go uh, pa- Patreon. Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Mondays if you would like to support us. Um, one dollar a month will get you into our Discord. Two dollars a month will get you access to the Patriot Club, which is a special extra podcast that we do, as well as uh, um, episodes early. Um, this one is kind of going out early at the same time for everybody, but you know, it's weekend edition. Um. <laughs> Um. Uh, but yeah, two dollars and up. Will, normally, it's ten dollars. We'll get like our let's plays and video content. But like I said, two dollars and up will, is a special occasion. So we're going to uh, get you the video track for the trailer. Um, you can go to uh, metalgearmondays.com Check up all our check up on all our social media. Um, YouTube.com slash Metal Gear Mondays. We did it, y'all. We got the. Uh, we got those 100 subscribers, and thank you so much for getting there. Um, that it's it's nuts. Um, but yeah, we we did that. Um, what else? Um, we had Quentin Flynn recently share our interview, which was cool. Yeah, he did. Um, so yeah, check that out on Facebook. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think we that- got a lot of like we got a lot of really cool interviews coming up. Um, some you we may have told you about, some that you do not know about. Some that we just found about today as we're recording this. So, um, so, uh, so yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that. We're super excited to be able to keep bringing you cool interviews with people involved with Metal Gear. So stay tuned and thank you for making, literally listening to the show, um, making it possible. So, yeah. 
iTunes reviews, uh, money on Patreon, any of that stuff, ratings, sharing, liking, mm-hmm. listening, any of that shit helps tremendously. And I think mm-hmm. we have crested past like 3,000 listens a week, which is insanity. So thank you, guys. Yeah. Where can they find you on the internet, AC? Uh, AC Summerfield. Boom. com. you get the website. You can find me on Twitter at Sandal. That's S-A-N-J-U-U-L. Baboosh. That's it. That's all we there is. It. We did it. I. You know what? Like, I think... I'm going to be pretty bummed out if there's not an option in the game to just have Sam carry a box on his back, just a cardboard box, like just the box. Would he be able to, would he be able to like wear it, like travel in it like snake or would it just, would it just be? I, I feel like if he was able to travel in it, Konami might get their, their lawyers out, but yeah. uh, So hopefully it's just a box, but I hope there's, (laughs) I hope there's just a box as a, as an option. I hope, I hope his briefcase is inside of his briefcase. He can, it's just a box in there. Right. Well, what are we even doing? Because like we do have a super secret special guest who recorded a just a box for us. So we should probably just tease that and stick that right here. Right. Oh yeah. Would you, uh, excuse me. Uh, let's pretend like he's here. Hi, sir. Would you like to sign us out? (laughs) Thank you, sweet, sweet baby boy. Now, after you. It's just a box.